Welcome to the Fearless Fostering Podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Burst, LCSW, a foster and adoptive and bio mama and a therapist in private practice. I'm here to help foster mamas feel seen, heard, and supported on their journey. From quick, actionable steps to make your foster care journey easier to interviews with foster and adoptive mamas, the Fearless Fostering Podcast delivers education and encouragement weekly. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Fearless Fostering Podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Burst, LCSW, and today I am joined by Davon and Tavon Woods, and they are former foster youth, and they are just going to be sharing a little bit about their story with us. It's just so good to have you guys here. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. So tell me a little bit about what you would like to share about. I just want you to kind of start with what you feel is important for people to know, prospective foster parents or people who are already fostering kids in their homes. Well, I would most sort of say, um, of course, me and my brother, we got taken away from our parents at birth. Uh, so when we was placed, we was placed into the, uh, you know, we got placed into the system and then we got adopted by our family at two. So um, it, it was just like, I feel as though like with uh, with these kids in the foster care system, I just feel as though like they need love, attention. They just need somebody that's going to pay them attention and somebody that's going to actually take time out of their day and actually don't just do the regular things with them, but actually go above and beyond because that's what these kids need. These some of the majority of these kids coming from broken homes, uh, bouncing from group home to group home. In our situation, we wasn't bouncing from group home to group home, but the family that adopted adopted us. It was just like you know they never said I love you, never spent any uh, steps of time with us, and, um, and anything like that. So I just feel as though like the more the more time, the more effort, and just the more things that they do for these kids, it will most definitely be a better outcome because a lot of these kids, they're, they're screaming for help, screaming for attention. Uh, but a lot of people that foster these kids and stuff like that, a lot of them have been through stuff in their past and haven't got over that stuff. So I just feel as though like uh, a lot of people, and then you got some you got some good foster parents, and of course you got uh, some bad bad ones as well. Um, but in most cases, it, I just feel as though that these kids just need people that's going to love on them um, because we didn't even know what love was. You know, we didn't even know the definition. We didn't even know the meaning. You know, we were just so used to being treated a certain way. So that kind of became uh, the normal to us, you know, being talked to a certain way, being looked at certain ways uh, and just being beat for no reason. And, you know, so that that kind of became the normal to us. So it's like we kind of adapted to that and we was OK with that because we were so young and we were so broken. We didn't know how to speak up about the issues and the problems that we was facing. And a lot of these kids going through the same exact thing, they, they got so many issues and problems and they don't know who to go to for help. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you, I mean, how do you think we can start to fix this? Because you're right. There are so many people out there who maybe are coming into foster as not coming from the best place. And I know that that's a stereotype, but it is, there's truth to every stereotype. And so that's just really difficult as a foster mom. But also I think it's an important conversation that we need to have. What do we do if we see something broken like this? How do we try to start to make it better? Uh, I would say, um, it would take people like us to step out and be the voice because, you know, as me and Davon was walking, we, uh, on our six mile walk, we was talking and it's just like, you see, you know, which is nothing wrong. You see black lives matter. You hear stuff about George Floyd, Trayvon Martin, all these people, 
but it's people in the foster care system that get hurt and, you know, abused and killed and people don't know anything about. So I just think uh, to answer your question, I just think it takes people like us to stand out and be that voice and don't be afraid, you know, just to, because it's innocent kids out here that are being hurt, are being treated wrong. And it just take more people like us, you know, getting out there and speaking on that. Absolutely. I'm so thankful that you are. Hi, friends. I just wanted to pop on and let you know that there is something I am so excited about. It's called Fearless Fostering, a deeply connected six-month group coaching program for foster mamas, and it is launching in June. This brand new program for foster mamas includes a luxury retreat, a curated community of foster mom friends, and ongoing coaching with me. Applications are open June 21st and will be reviewed on a first-come, first-served basis. So join the waitlist today at fearlessfostering.com and you'll be the first to be notified when applications open. Have you come across, as you've started to do this work, have you guys come across many more stories of kids who had a similar experience as you guys in the foster care system? Um, yes, ma'am. We run uh, not, as, not as far as the same thing, but we do come across some kids with similar, you know, similar stories and uh, similar uh, to ours. And uh, it's a lot of, if you research, you can find a lot of different stories on kids that don't get talked about. And uh, like Devon was telling me about a couple, uh, you know, you go on YouTube and search, but there's some crazy cases out here that, you know, nobody know about. But if uh, it's it's people out here that go through worse. Yeah. Like, cause like I, I, I did a couple of posts, like I did one post like a couple of weeks ago and I did one, I believe it was this week or last week. I did a post about some of the kids that was uh, failed due to the, the hands of the foster care system. And it's just like these stories, nobody, nobody know about them. I asked a couple of people at work. I asked them like, you know, have you ever heard about this or that? And they're like, no, we never, we never knew this goes on in the foster care system. So it's just, it's just sad to see that everything else get glorified, uh, get so much attention. And it's just like, these, these are kids we're talking about. Like, you know, of course, police killing a, uh, a person. Yeah, that's bad. I understand that. You know, that's that's a big matter that we have to that we have to protest about and have to speak up about. But I feel as though we're going to do that. We should do it for everything. Every every bad thing that goes on, we should most definitely stand up and speak up about it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so courageous of you guys to be vulnerable and share your story. I think a lot of People would want to hide that part of their life, you know, but you're out here and you're sharing your truth with people. And I think it gives a lot of people hope. What is your number one goal with kind of sharing your story and helping other people? I would just say just to get on those right platforms, too, because with everything, it's a right platform. Like uh, just, the, you know, our goal is to just be able to be on you know, some of those bigger platforms to be able to do that. We understand we have to start small, but uh, our goal is to be on those big platforms so that we can get the the publicity that we need to, you know, shine the light on this because it's darkness on the foster care system and the things that go on. So that's one of our goals just to be at, uh, you know, God to open the doors for us to be on those, you know, big platforms to you know, show the world what really goes on and talk about it. So important. So how does your faith play into what you're sharing and what you've experienced? You guys know you guys love the Lord. And so how does that play into (laughs) the same? How does that play into your, your experience and your story? 
Uh, it's, just, it's just so crazy, man, because, you know, we always keep God first. Um, and it's just, it's you know, back when we was young, we were always, you know, pray to God and ask God, like, why us? Like, why we got to go through these things? Like, like why us? Like, why you had to pick us? Like, you know, because when you're so young, you don't understand. You don't understand why you're going through all these trials and tribulations. But, you know, to every building, it's a, you got you to build a foundation. And when you first build in a building, it, it get a little rough. You know, because you got to you got to do all this this work and framework and you got to move stuff and do all this stuff. So it's like at the end of the day, you know, God do everything for a reason. He's not going to put put anything on you that you can't handle. So now that I'm, you know, we're 25 now, now I'm 25 and looking back at the, the hard times that we had in life. I'm like, wow, God, I see why you did this. I see why you placed us in a situation and you allow us to get taken away from our family going 17 years, not even knowing anything about them. I see why, because now we can relate to so many people in the world, not just kids in the foster care system, but kids that's in the in the streets and, you know, all this, we can, we can hit people from every different angle. Um, so I just, I just, I'm just glad that God did that to be able to give us a story to be able to help the world. Yeah, that's amazing. And so powerful. Just a testament to his goodness, even though when life is so hard. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. What is one thing that you think, or what are a couple of things that your foster or adoptive family could have done differently that would have just been a game changer for your, your experience growing up? Um, I would just, one of the things I would say, because we just want to let everybody know, we love our foster parents to death because, you know, it takes courage to adopt, you know, people that you don't even know. So I just want to get out of there. But one thing I can't say I wish that could have happened was the love part. Uh, You know, just showing us that you love us, you know, growing up our whole life, not being told I love you. You know, it started to play on you as a kid and not getting hugs and kisses. Like that stuff kind of, it bothered us because we saw everybody else around us getting that and we wasn't getting none of that. I would say that was one of the biggest things, you know, not receiving the love. And I guess it just was that my adopted parents didn't get that uh, proper love from their parents. So they never fixed that, uh, you know, and then, then it carried on to us. So they didn't know how to show it to us. So that was, that's my view of one of the things. Yeah, and I, I, would, I would say the same thing. I just wish that we would have received that love and that attention and, you know, just... You know, just like Tavon said, you know, we will see our cousins and everybody else with their families having a good time. When we go on vacations and stuff like that with our family, it's like we feel like we always getting fussed at. Everything we do is a problem, it's an issue. Um, so I just feel as though that I wish we we could have get that love, that attention and that bond, you know, with our family. But at the end of the day, God do everything for a reason. So we didn't have a great relationship with our adopted parents growing up. And, but now we got a we got a great relationship with them. So that's awesome. How did that change? When did that change for you guys? I I would say well we always was pretty close with our mom, but like uh, I would say probably like around seventeen eighteen we uh, graduated high school and like actually moved out. We started that's when we we actually told them how we felt and had a, con- a real deep conversation about how we felt, and that's kind of, that kind of changed the whole game. What did they say when you shared that with them that you were just feeling not not really loved? Hearing that from a child to a parent is is kind of it's a it's a hard pill to swallow, you know. It's very humble. Very it, it will as a parent you like ain't like because one thing about parents that I well that I could experience from my uh, from my fam my parents is that they're not really used to kids speaking up like that, you know, like telling how they really feel because a lot of kids gonna sugarcoat it because they're like, hey, 
you know, like, you know, this or that. But it was it was a very I mean, we, we had to get it off. So, I mean, it was we had like a, a whole talk with our, like our other adopted sisters and stuff and our mom and stuff. So we had a, a big talk. So it was, it was it was much needed. That's amazing. Like that is just so great that you because that's like you care about the relationship enough to say this is how I really feel. And the fact that it was received well and your relationship has healed a lot from that point is just a huge like encouragement. I think that, you know, kids should be able to say how they feel and what they need. And we should be able to advocate for ourselves and kids should be able to advocate. And if they can't advocate for themselves, then like you said, we need to advocate for them. Yeah. That's so good. So what can the foster parent or prospective foster parent community do to kind of support the work that you guys are doing of uplifting uh, foster youth voices and just making sure that they don't fall into a similar situation? Uh, I would just say, man, um, I would just say to a prospective foster parent or anybody, you know, just uh, make sure what you, you know, that you're, what you're signing up for, because you are dealing with kids that are hurt, broken, that have probably been molested, abused. So you're dealing with fragile kids. So you just have to understand that kid once you, you know, uh, get involved with that. Because a lot of people, they get into it, but they don't really know, know how to really deal with that kid. Like you may get a kid that's acting out, but all that kid needed some love. So I would just say for them to, understand and understand the kid because July told, July told Davon earlier that these kids are like they get placed into a foster care uh foster home and the wrong parent treat the kids like a soda so you shake them you 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 shake them you shake them and eventually that soda once you twist the cap it's going to explode so I would just say you know just to understand you know understand the kids and you know the the whole shebang Mm-hmm. That's so important. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, thank you guys. That is just so good to hear. Is there any other bit of advice that you would kind of give to the foster parent community as you guys continue on in this work? I will more so say just like Tavon say, just support, support the kids. Um, because when you go through the whole foster care system, I don't, I don't like even even if you only been away from your parents for a year or two, you know, that plays so much in your mind as a child. You know, you got so many questions. Like me and Tavon, we had so many questions for up to 17 years and that was left unanswered, you know? So it's just like, I just feel as though that, uh, you know, just give these kids what they deserve. Like these kids been through enough stuff and experienced some more stuff than some grown people uh, done dealt with so much hurt and so much pain. So it's like, they don't need somebody that's going to, they don't need that hard love, you know, kids in the foster care system. You got to deal with kids in the foster care system. Totally different. They don't need that hard love. They don't need that, that trying to be controlling. They just need somebody that's going to listen. And that's the, that's the, that's the, even outside of foster care with just parents in general, parents have to be able to listen to the kids because don't get me wrong. I understand like my, like a parent, they, they, they've been living longer than us, than us younger people and stuff like that. But you still have to give them the opportunity to speak and to share how they feel because a lot of kids feel as though they, they have a voice, but they don't have a voice. Mm-hmm. You know, they go through all these different issues and they're scared to talk to their parents. They're scared to talk to anybody because they feel as though somebody's going to judge them, somebody's going to do this and do that. So I just feel as though we got to just be able to have conversation with these kids and just be able to, you know, just spend time with them and love on them. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Creating that safe space just for them to be who they are and feel what they feel and just let them know that that's okay, whatever it is. And kids and and another thing, kids in the foster care system, they deal a lot with trust issues. So it's like, it's like, especially they've been bouncing from house to house to house to house. If you're not really that kid, a kid, these kids are smart. These kids are very smart. They could pick up on who really love them, who really care about them, who they can trust, who they can't trust. So it just it, they got to really be able to build that trust and just really build that trust. Because if those kids can't trust you, they you you won't see it. Mm, that's such a good point. Yes. Well, thank you so much. I feel like this has been so helpful. And just, again, appreciate you sharing so vulnerably and just giving of yourself so much. I know this is not easy work to do, but you're benefiting so many people by sharing and just so many innocent kids are having different outcomes because people like you are choosing to be a voice for them. So it means the world to me as a foster mom and uh, (laughs) just as a human. And I'm just thankful for you guys. But where can people follow your story and find you online? Um, I would more so say Instagram, Facebook. Um, Of course, my Instagram is the one that, uh, uh, of course, the one that I message you from uh, the Davon underscore Jacobs. And uh, Facebook is basically the same, but what me and Tavon might have to end up doing is just creating a, a Instagram and a Facebook just for like, you know, like our foster care movement. So, you know, that way people be able to uh, better follow us and exactly what we're doing. Yes. Well, let me know whatever you guys decide and I'll definitely be shouting it from the rooftops because I am a fan of what you guys are doing and I'm just thankful. So. By the way, we, we, we having a protest this Saturday actually here in Georgia. This is going to be the second one that we do. And just really just want to bring awareness and let people know, uh, you know, just and taking moves like this is big. It's, it's, it's not something easy uh, because it's just like I, Tavon said at the beginning, when they, when, when you're trying to do a movement like this with foster care and stuff like that, it's like, I mean, you have people to support, but a lot of people don't really know what goes on in the foster care system. So not everybody really try to be on board. So it's just like, you know, it's a lot to, you know, try to do what we do and, you know, but we still going to go out there and do a protest, even if it's only a few people, it's it's just the, 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 the thought that that counts. Absolutely. It's worth it. And I hope someday we'll be marching together in one of your protests, because I definitely think there's a lot of work to be done. (laughs) Most there's so much work, so much work that got to be done. So much work. All right. Well, we're committed to it. Thank you guys for being here. And I hope you have an awesome rest of the night. All right. You too. Thank you. Uh